Hello, and welcome everyone to Stand By Me's podcast series. Stand By Me is a partnership between the United Way of Delaware and the State of Delaware that offers free one-on-one support to Delawareans who want to understand more about their money, make good financial decisions, and achieve their financial goals. Today we're joined by Adam Ahmed and Donna Snyder-White to discuss Stand By Me's Minority Small Business Program. Welcome to both of you. To start with, um, if you could each just take a moment and introduce yourselves and your title and your role with your organization. My name is Adam Ahmed. I am the Community Reinvestment Act Officer uh, for Barclays Bank Delaware. Been in the role uh, for the last three years and have been with the bank for eight years in total. My name is Donna Snyder-White. I am currently the Vice President of Financial Empowerment at United Way of Delaware. I've been at United Way for eight years and serving in the role of financial empowerment vice president for the last three. So let's talk about the Minority Small Business Program. Uh, What's the purpose of the program and how did it come about? Let's start with how did it come about? So United Way of Delaware, uh, through the Stand By Me program, really Stand By Me is a joint partnership between the state of Delaware and United Way of Delaware. So together we uh, shape Stand By Me. And we couldn't do this work without our host of implementation partners. So Stand By Me has been in existence for 10 years. Um, And so in our portfolio of of programs that nest underneath Stand By Me, we have a program called Stand By Me Negotios. And so we, for the last three years or so, we've been uh, focused on the Latino population and building up business uh, with the Latino population. Um, But we knew we could be doing so much more. Um, And so COVID really opened up that pathway um, for us to think about what we could do differently and how we could scale the negotiators work and then think about how we can open it up to more minority businesses. Ultimately, like Donna mentioned, uh, when I initially met with her and the team there at the United Way, and they told me about uh, the Minority Small Business Program, it really touched me uh, because I'm recognizing how many businesses Again, black and brown folks that have that have been impacted by COVID, and there was already a, a little bit of a uh, level of difficulty for the black and brown community when it comes to business success. So, to find an opportunity where I'm able to leverage CRA capital to help those businesses, so that as we come out of the pandemic, they'll come out stronger and better and not only be able to change the landscape for, for their generation, but those that, that will follow, uh, it, it, definitely, uh, it definitely had an impact on me. And I just was very eager to find a way that we can not only get behind, but help accelerate some of the great work that the United Way is already doing. So what's the nature of the support the program provides to participating businesses? Just you know, some nuts and bolts of how it works. The way the program works today is um, the businesses come into the program and they go into our website. It's very easy to uh, go and find information on the Stand By Me website under the Minority Small Business Program. And so they would enter it that way to sign up or just check their level of interest. So the information is there. But once they get on board, what they can expect when they uh, uh, get selected as being a part of the cohort is the support. So support from experienced coaches um, that have been Uh, doing some of this work for a while. Uh, We've got uh, a great bank of trained, educated, and real experienced uh, coaches, but also implementation partners that are helping to uh, work with the businesses. These are folks like um, LACC, SCORE, 
the Wilmington Alliance. We're going down in Sussex County and we've got partners there uh, that really touch a lot of areas within the state. Uh, And so they bring their knowledge, gifts and talents and expertise from where they are to help the businesses in the program. Maybe they don't have a business plan or a marketing plan. They get the knowledge and access to uh, people and resources that can help assess and kind of look at their business and find ways to help so we can work together on a definitive plan to help move them through a 12-month implementation of this program. So it sounds like it's very customized to the particular business. It's, It's an assessment of where that business is, what the needs are, and then helping to connect the dots, remove barriers, help them develop a concrete plan and and position them for success. So it's not cookie cutter. So each business is unique in itself and it comes with a whole set of opportunities that we need to uh, assess and then work with them. It's not us dictating what they should do, but really collaborating on the best strategies to advance where they are today to ultimately grow their business. Let's talk about uh, overall community impact. What is this program intending to achieve within Delaware's minority small business community? Uh, Like Adam said, you know, the minority small businesses have really had some challenges just in general about getting the right information to help, you know, move their businesses forward. But with COVID, it really has uh, set a spotlight on those uh, challenges. When you look at the data, some of the data that was released, especially um, there was a report done by the U.S. National Library of Medicine and National Institute of Health that looked at the impact of of, uh, small businesses holistically. Um, Just in that first kind of month or two of COVID, there was a substantial loss in a number of active business owners that plummeted by 3.3 million or 22%, right? Just, Just small businesses lost, right? Businesses lost. But when you look at the demographics within that population, African-American businesses were especially hard hit during uh, the startup of the pandemic, experiencing a 41 percent loss in business activity. And so and then the Latino uh, businesses are not too far behind with a 32 percent loss. So it was imperative for us to launch this program when we did um, because of the impact of COVID. And to also address some of those long-standing challenges that minority small businesses have been having. Uh, when, you, when you run your own business, and, and a lot of your listeners will know, um, it may be you. It, it's you starting it that's based on your personal finances. Um, and so that particular space is a good, perfect uh, segue for Stand By Me, because Stand By Me looks at your personal financial health and then tries to work with you to put in strategies that help improve that health. And in doing that, they also then now with this minority small business component, will look also at your business financial health. We want you to get to being successful. And it is working collectively, uh, not only just working on yourself, but also the health of the whole Black small business community. And just to jump in, uh, in 100% agreement with what uh, Donna mentioned, I also just wanted to point out our hope long term with regards to the Minority Small Business Program, as these businesses come through, to use those as a guide or sounding board for new businesses that come in to the Minority Small Business Program, because Mm -hmm. if you're able to leverage that ecosystem of black and brown businesses. And if businesses are able to look to their left and to their right, see other black and brown businesses that are 
having success and are having lasting businesses that are, you know, in the community and supporting the community for some time, I think it'll prove beneficial uh, for the community as a whole, because if you're looking around and you're seeing other businesses having success, the likelihood of you continuing to fight through some of the challenges that you may see as a business owner, uh, it, it definitely increases because you're able to look around and see other folks doing it and feel like, hey, you know, I, I can do this as well. If you're starting with the businesses, you're not only impacting the business owners, you're able to impact the children and those families. If programs like the Minority Small Business Program are shaping these business owners, shaping these employees to have long lasting success, it'll definitely have a longer term impact. Their closest role model, mom, dad, aunt, uncle, they're able to see them have success and know that in the future for them, success is possible. It is about the family. So the wealth creation uh, within communities of color is a definite, uh, definite focus for United Way, but also for a lot of our business partners, um, because it is a gateway to helping those families that are connected to the business. Sometimes when you start a business, majority of times when you start a business, especially at the micro level, where there's one employee, or maybe there's two employees, or maybe it's four it's you, the owner, your wife or your husband and your kids, right? Or, yeah. or your cousins or your aunts and uncles. So it really is a family-centered uh, model when it comes to starting some of our own businesses. But, but because of that, um, it's important that this program exists so we can start to, like Adam said, start to build generational wealth in our communities, start to make sure that families see uh, you know, other people having success, right? When you have the community around you supporting you that Delaware has been doing so far for a long time, and we're now we're taking it to another level with this program, it does give you an opportunity to build generational wealth and teach financial literacy, not only to the owner, but to the family, the employees, and to the community. The program is, is fairly fresh. How's the response been? Have you found a, a pretty significant response in the community? We actually have, I think we're at day 25, uh, there were more than 50 people who are very interested in the program. So what criteria do you look for in the businesses that apply? Are there any mandatory requirements that they have to meet to participate? So the key thing that we're looking for uh, are micro to small size businesses. Ultimately, we want to be able to have an impact on those grassroots businesses because a lot of the businesses that are in the community that are doing good work are the ones that you don't see, the ones that are behind the scenes with one, two, three, maybe 10 employees. Um, but those are the key types of businesses that we're looking for. No specific industry, uh, but we're targeting the, the micro to small size business. And then we are also looking for those ones that have an average salary of $50,000 or less. This is a Delaware-based program, so they've got to be incorporated in Delaware and doing business in Delaware, at least 50% of that business in Delaware. And we also want them to be minority-owned and operated. One of the things during our listening sessions that we, we experience and a lot of our implementation partners have shared with us is that you know there are businesses in the communities that are uh, minority-facing, but they're not minority-owned. Uh, and so it was important for the businesses that participate in this program that they have to be minority owned and operated. You just can't have a minority facing because, again, we wanted to benefit those entrepreneurs 
who are brave enough to step out into this world uh, of business or small business on their own and need that support. So what are a couple of examples? Um, Obviously, without giving away specific details, but in generalized terms, can you give me a sense of a couple of the kinds of businesses that have been accepted into the program? We've got uh, barbershops to dojos to uh, construction to uh, accounting to um, retail. It really does cover a wide variety of industries. And so I think everyone could see themselves in the program. And what that does really, in my mind, it sets us up for success for the next cohort. Because there is so much need out in the community, we want to make sure that the businesses are in the first court. There's lots of transparency so people can see themselves and their business in the cohort as well. There's a number of programs out in the community that help small businesses. How is something like this different than those? So some of the other programs that support small businesses in Delaware, I think it's not so much the services that they provide, but the business size uh, that they're looking for, as well as the demographic that they're looking for. Um, With the Minority Small Business Program, our focus, again, is on the micro to small size business that's owned and operated and facing uh, the Black or Brown community. The other business opportunities and programs that are out there are providing either some type of service expertise that they can lend or some type of uh, access to a group of subject matter expertise to provide guidance and act as mentors for, uh, for the organization. The Minority Small Business Program stood out to me specifically because not only are the businesses able to receive some level of education and access to skills uh, that they can work on to improve and scale their business, but they're also able to get access to capital that will help them take the skills and expertise and resources that they've learned or uh, been introduced to and use that additional capital to help accelerate uh, and continue to scale their existing business. Uh, not Not to take anything away from the other business programs, uh, but ultimately that's why the Minority Small Business Program stood out to me. I think the other programs are great. It's just a matter of finding out what needs they're meeting uh, and figuring out as a business owner which which area of focus uh, meets your need and, and where you are as a business from a size perspective, which, which program would best support uh, what you're trying to do and what direction you want to go as a business owner. Adam, why is this program important to Barclays and how does it align with Barclays' commitment to Delaware and the local community? This program is important to Barclays because Barclays not only always has a great interest in uh, supporting the community uh, that we live, work, and serve in, uh, but diversity, equality, and inclusion are are key pillars uh, for Barclays. So these types of programs are critical and it's our responsibility as a Uh, financial institution in the community to do our part uh, to help mitigate some of the some of the concerns that are impacting the communities that we serve. Uh, It's it's a great feeling to be a part of an organization where leadership uh, is, is keen to provide support for the community. I think that's the common thread for a lot of the work that we do together is the commitment to the community and to make sure that we are thinking and being actively engaged. So it's not just the thinking, but being actually engaged in developing programs and tapping into resources that really can benefit the community. 
And that way, United Way has been entrenched in the community for more than 75 years here in Delaware. But certainly uh, over that time, uh, we've seen a lot that it's impacted the community. I really, um, and COVID really has set us with a new set of challenges for sure, but it is the way we constantly, we, the collective, we in the community, those leaders and organizations that are connected to, to helping our communities be stronger, innovate and incorporate the community in into the work that we do, right? So they have a seat at the table. They're helping us shape and frame. They're, they are leaders in their own right in the community that is being part of the conversations. Yeah. And I think that is critical for anything to be sustained in our communities, that we have to uh, make sure we're working very locally um, with uh, all types of businesses at different different um, stages of uh, development or uh, maturity, market maturity, um, and making sure that the community is is a part of that because that's how it's going to sustainability is really going to take hold is that the community is really uh, actively engaged, um, and so I really look forward to continue to work with all of our partners around the program and working with like the Black Chamber of Commerce uh, and working with SBA and working with. Uh, so many different other uh, assets in our community to have a strong, connected, uh, and and collaborating ecosystem that supports businesses in our community and the families that are connected to them. If this program is successful to the degree that you hope it is this year, what are your hopes for the program um, beyond 2021? Long term, we would like to be able to see not only the businesses that we impact in the community to be increased, uh, but hopefully to be able to broaden it beyond the Delaware market, being able to have uh, a, a huge cohort of businesses that have come through and, and are able to tell their story of this is how the Minority Small Business Program impacted my business. And this is how I was able to grow and learn and shape not only myself and my business, but the community that I support uh, as a result of being a part of the Minority Small Business Program. So the key thing for me would be to uh, expand the amount of businesses that we're able to support and potentially expand the, the market reach uh, that we're able to impact. Donna, you talked about this a little bit before, but just to recap, how do interested businesses learn more and apply for the program? Sure. Um, anyone who's interested in the uh, Stand By Me Minority Small Business Programs uh, supported by Barclays can go to the Stand By Me uh, website um, and they can uh, just click on the Minority Small Business. There is a little, uh, right in the center of the screen, there's a little button they can link, uh, click on a hot link and it will take them to the landing page. They can read more about the program and see if it's a good fit for them at this time. And if they, uh, if they want more information, they certainly can reach out to Delaware 211. Any of the staff there can give them a quick update on the program and let them know a little bit more about it. Um, and if they are ready to make that next step, they can just fill in the information that's on the uh, landing page for the Minority Small Business Program. And that'll get you started. A coach will reach back to you within um, 24 to 48 hours and you can get started. Now, I will say that our first cohort size is limited. We've launched and we wanted to keep the first cohort intimate. Uh, and so we are limited to 50. 
Um, but we are not closing the, the window because sometimes people are at different stages of readiness. And so there, there will be, there may be other opportunities for folks to join um, depending on where each business sits in their stage of readiness for the program. Thanks to you both for putting such a great program together and being so focused on the financial health and well-being of our, of our minority small businesses. Yeah, definitely as a team effort. And I really appreciate everyone that's been a part of the development of the program and its ongoing uh, success. Today's podcast has been brought to you by the United Way of Delaware, the state of Delaware, and by our generous partners and donors. For more information, visit www.standbyme.org or facebook.com slash standbymedelaware. If you are in need of emergency food assistance, Delaware 211 is the state's referral hotline. Dial 211 or one 800 560-3372 or text 898-211 or visit www.delaware211.org.